0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com/kurjackmac to keep this series commercial free. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 604 of the series Something. Something went for a swim. A chicken went for a swim. A chicken went for a swim indeed. Woof. We're not going to join this chicken who will eventually evolve into some sort of flightless penguin creature if it spends so much time in the water. Um, Uh That's not how that works, Kurt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but yeah, it's episode 604 for your... Saturday? Hopefully, I think I'll have time to get this up on Saturday, recording it on Friday. But for your Saturday, August 27th, 2016, as we are continuing on to the Far Lands here. Like I said, episode 604, I think I've said that three or four times already. Other numbers you might be interested in, I thought, were interesting. We have a world save file here. The Minecraft world save is 22,252.5 megabytes. (laughs) 22252.5 megabytes of a world save, so over 22 gigs there mmm Some of you made note of how I missed a surface spawner. It was kind of a hidden in a mountain spawner in the last episode because I was busy. I was busy making uh, my my uh, spoken word rendition of of pop songs. I don't know. was that a pop song? Was that a popular song? Uh, during during that time, I walked right by one. so oh well, that's a shame. That is, them's them's the rules. If, if I see one, then I can explore it, but if I don't see it, or uh, if it's not visible, then I, I can't explore it, obviously. Could have been another uh, Golden Apple of Destiny in there. Could have been another Golden Apple of Destiny. Of course, we might soon be due for another Golden Apple, because this Golden Apple came on episode 311. Which was a special episode, because we started the journey on episode 11, so every 11 episodes, whatever 11, uh, 111 episodes there are, a little bit of a milestone with that as well, I suppose. So, if you're looking at the chances by episode 622 just the same amount of time has passed in that... The uh, you know that we would f- would have found the golden apple, which is what what did what did we determine? It's like point six percent of a chance or something. Six percent or point six percent of a chance of a in this version of the game a golden apple spawning in a uh, in a in a dungeon spa- chest spawner chest. Uh, of course, that's not at all how statistics and probability works, but. Oh, it's always worth keeping an eye out, perhaps, in the next 20 episodes or so. I don't know. That would be pretty interesting. That would be a, a pretty crazy mathematical dink. But uh, we'll keep an eye on that. But it could have been in that spawner, so we missed it. We'll have to wait another uh, 311 episodes. <laughs> uh, we won't have to wait another 311 episodes to continue raising money for Child's Play Charity, because we do that every episode. Hey, how did you like that transition? Seamless! Right now at farlandserbust.com, we are up to $40,225, 67% raised of our $60,000 goal here for Season 6 of the series for Child's Play Charity, if I didn't mention that already. Child's Play Charity helps get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, and we've been supporting them since June 2011, so much appreciated. Uh, for those who continue to donate and support, trying to get back on back on the bus of regular Farlands bust episodes, the Bus bus. Uh, so we, we're about like two a week now. Our, our normal our normal uh, pace should be three episodes a week. We had been doing very consistently Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, um, and and we're we're getting back into that. Uh, hopefully, more reliably soon. I still have other. I have other things taking my attention, uh, the the least of not which is, is this weekend is CoStar's 1,000th stream a day and Goode is actually flying into town and CoStar has invited also myself other local Arizonians, myself, and a to stop by at any time to participate. So I may be doing that uh, a couple days out of this weekend, uh, and then of course next month is convention month. Apparently, there's 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 PAX, there's uh, Minecon, and then there's Twitchcon. Uh, no definitive uh, plans specifically for any of those, other than the potential. And and probable attendance of of all three, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Still, stuff. Just stuff continues to happen. But we're uh, like I said, slowly getting back at it, uh, starting up some other serieses. Um, the grow, the new grow home game, grow up. I've been playing that for YouTube. I realized that was a very popular YouTube series when I played the first game. So I figured instead of I considered live-streaming it, but instead of live-streaming it, I figured it would be a good thing to just continue that on, uh, as a YouTube series, and I'm enjoying playing that. Played a little bit more today as well for more episodes. Uh, but then we are doing a little bit more streaming. Played played a whole brand new game in a live stream earlier this week. Uh, the, the underwater scuba-divey game. Played that all the way through. It was a, a surprisingly enjoyable time. It was like a exploration, kind of a little bit walkie simulatory. simulatory but uh, as far as Swimming underwater and, and stuff and exploration and viewing the different sites and animals and fishies and uh, Mammals and whatnot. Uh, it was a really enjoyable time. So yeah, we're, uh, we're getting back at it So I appreciate everybody uh, sticking around and like I said, even through all this, the, the continued donations of Child's Play Charity because that's a, that's a separate uh, and, and great cause altogether uh, to just continue regardless and I, I appreciate the support there Indeed we have something to discuss, my friends! We have space news, space, space news, space-news indeed. And I'm surprised... I don't think anybody mentioned this yet, but we've discovered... We, as in science, <laughs> not me, I had nothing to do with this. Um, uh, uh, another exoplanet, and boy, howdy, you might be saying, "Well, there's like ten thousand exoplanets, and we keep discovering hundreds at a time." Uh, these these recent years, anyway. Uh, but this one, this one is of, of of a little bit more importance and interest. In that we're looking at Proxima Centauri. Proxima Centauri, you may be aware, is the closest star to our own sun at a, at a mere, at a measly 4.2 light-years away 4.2 light-years away from the sun, our sun, our solar system uh, So that that is, that is right literally next door. You can't get any closer because, like I said, it's the closest star to our own Interestingly enough, it has recently been confirmed that Proxima Centauri has a planet, and that planet is actually what—what what all the uh, the headlines I'm sure you've seen is an Earth-like planet. Earth-like planet, orbiting our closest star. Ooh, a potential Earth 2 or, or whatever. Yes, that's good to get the the hype up and the interest up, but uh, calling it Earth-like when we don't know that much about it other than its potential mass, might be putting the the moon before the planet, <laughs> as it were. Might be putting the rocket in front of the ship. Uh, so, really, yes, there is a planet. It is exciting because it's the closest star to, to ours. Uh, and the planet has a minimum mass, a minimum mass of 1.27 Earth masses. So, it's not one Earth mass or anything like that. And that's all we know. We don't know anything We don't know if it's a rocky planet, we don't know if uh, it has an atmosphere, uh, or water, uh, or or anything really, except that it has a minimum mass of 1.27 Earths, and it still needs to be studied, its orbit and its speed still needs to be studied. It could be up to three times Earth mass, uh, or more, really, Uh, but it could be up to three times Earth mass. We're just talking about mass, we're not talking about size, diameter. Uh, mass could mean a lot of things uh, as far as that's concerned. Uh, so that's really all we know and then we also know its orbit. And this is the crazy part. It is technically within the, the, the star's habitable zone because the star is actually much cooler and smaller than our own sun. It's a lot closer. It orbits the star once every 11.18 Earth days. So a year there, as in it orbits the star, is 11 days here. That's a fast little little, uh, planet spinning around there. And because it's so close, what am I doing? I'm making an elevated hidey hole. I actually need a little bit more dirt here. Because it's so close, uh, it's most likely that it's tidally locked to its star. That means the same side of the planet faces the star at all times, like our moon is tidally locked. To, uh, to us, the, the one side always faces Earth and one side always faces away. So one side is always in starlight, in its sunlight, uh, and, and the other side is always in darkness. Uh, what you think about that, or, or how that could impact things, is, is another story. But yeah, let's go to sleep, speaking of moons, and continue in the morning. And exoplanetness. So yeah, this this Proxima B, the way they name exoplanets is the star is A and then every planet out of that is a or, I'm sorry, is B, C, D, E. So yeah, this is this planet's name right now is Proxima B. Uh, so yeah, it is the closest known exoplanet ever found. And uh, it'll be very interesting to to see what else we figure out about it. But yeah, there is some There is some, I suppose, fudging of the hopes in some cases. Oh, it's another Earth! And you get all these artist renditions of this rocky, water-filled, oceanic, atmospheric planet. Uh, It is so close to the star and the star does tend to have variability in its uh, output. That it is, you know, there is an increased chance for higher, much higher radiation. Uh, if the star doesn't have a strong, or I'm sorry, if the planet doesn't have a strong magnetic field uh, much like Mars doesn't have a strong magnetic field, uh, there's nothing to stop that radiation from reaching the surface, so you know, or, or obliterating any sort of uh, atmosphere that it may have, so so Exciting, exciting rocky planet. Oh, well, not even, I can't say that Earth-ish mass planet orbiting the closest star and it's not, you know, it might as well be 100 light years away. 4.2 light years is just as accessible. We can't send anything there. Uh, there's no missions that are going to be sent there, even any, oh, that's neat, robotic missions or anything like that. Oh, it'll just take 4.2 years to get there. No, no, that's if you're traveling light speed and we can't even get any, you know, there tend to be a few uh, universal paradoxes that, that happen when you even approach light speed. And we aren't even near a fraction of that in our speed. So yeah, there's not not anything in that regard that we can say, but it is still exciting. I certainly I don't want to rain on your planetary parade. Uh, it's still exciting and it's hopeful, at least for scientists, it's exciting so that we can fund and build bigger, better telescopes so that for a planet this close we might be able to, and it's crazy to even consider, we might be able to image, directly image this planet to be able to study its characteristics, properties, uh, potential atmospheres, definitely the the makeup, the the chemical makeup of the planet, uh, and, and its its temperature, you know, all the stuff that we would need to determine whether or not this is a habitable planet, and and even potentially whether or not it it currently or ever did or ever potentially could have life. The the star itself is is. F- 4. Point, what was it like? 4.5 something billion years old. So, pretty pretty similar in, in age to our own system here. Uh, and also, we're looking at it through telescopes. 4.2 light years away. So we're only looking at this planet, this system, as it was four years ago. As opposed to other studies of astronomy, when you're looking at a star or a planet or something. Oh, that's what it looked like 4,000 years ago or or 15,000 years ago uh, when you're talking about in our general neighborhood here uh, when you're looking at other galaxies, oh, a couple million years ago So it's it's going to be very valuable information that we won't have to say is old information, you know Uh, If you looked at Earth 10,000 years ago, say from another planet uh, looking at us with the telescope Oh well, there's no there's there there's, there's life there but there's no intelligent life there's kind of a, a a band of roaming uh you know bipedal animals who have started to figure out some oh. agriculture and stuff like that but otherwise uh you know they're they're very secluded in their little areas on on the planet they haven't spread out certainly haven't figured out space flight or anything like that so yeah a few years makes a difference uh, a few thousand years makes a difference so, that's it's exciting. It's exciting news. And like I said, hopefully, this does lead to the funding and, and the studies uh, and the use of, of bigger, better equipment and telescopes and methods uh, so that, sure, we can study Proxima B, but also discover and study other nearby uh, and, and, and better uh, study what we already know of, of many uh, exoplanets that we already have cataloged. So, exciting stuff. An exciting time to be alive, indeed. Science! So, ooh, watch, watch your uh, science footsteps there, Kurt J. Mac. Let us continue on. Are we... Eh, I could use maybe a few... a few nuggets of coal. Not really something I use very frequently. Yeah, 15 is a good number. Indeed, so that's that's your space news. We've got some questions from donors also, by the way, that we will get to here. This first one from, whoops, from Crumbelina If only one series could exist Which would you choose? Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Well, I may disappoint many many of you, but I'm going to have to choose Lord of the Rings simply because I do not know the Harry Potter series I've never seen the movies, never obviously read the books, I have no I have no investment or really interest, <laughs> honestly, uh, or history at all with any of the Harry Potter series, which I know might be a different uh, approach than many of you. It, it, it was certainly aimed at a different audience, at least when the movies came out, as opposed to... I mean, really, speaking of which, the the only experience I have with Lord of the Rings is the movies. Gavalovi, yeah. what did you do? Did I punch you or did you just... I think you just ran into some... Some leaves. Get out of there. It's dangerous. All right, let's, let's get in the boat and go. I was going to feed him. We'll feed him when we hit the shoreline. A lot of floating landscapes today. Speaking of exoplanets. um, So, yeah. Lord of the Rings. And and like I said, even with Lord of the Rings, my only... I want to check this out, actually. My only experience is via the movies. Yep. Bye-bye. So that's just kind of a default. <laughs> I don't know the other things, so I really can't say I would be interested in preserving it or having it exist or continue to exist. Ooh, neat. Uh, Wolfie, have a treat. No, oh, no, over here. Oh, dang it. Any, any, whoop, yep, 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 yep. There we go. All right. Hello, you there? Yes, you. Look. There we go. Boop. Very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you very much Crumbolina, for that question and donation of course. Kotar, Kotar asks, What is your experience in the world of musical performance? This is very appropriate, being the last... I didn't really have a musical performance in the last episode, but close enough. As close as you're gonna get me having a musical performance. Uh, do you play any instruments? Were you in a band? Were you a band geek in school? Do you enjoy the drum corps uh, performances uh, from KOTAR? Mmm, very limited musical performance. I, in elementary school, when they started, uh, like that's kind of when they start you on band or on, on an instrument, if, if you want to, as like an elective. Uh, I was interested and I wanted to join and I did the whole, there was a whole spiel like, if you're interested, then here's the teacher and we'll have you try out a bunch of different instruments. If you already don't have uh, a favorite, I kind of wanted to try the saxophone, (laughs) But uh, just because it was kind of cool or whatever, uh, everybody wants to play the saxophone. Uh, But then the teacher said I was actually really good at uh, either the the trumpet or the... uh, one of the bigger ones that I actually wasn't a big fan of uh it wasn't the tuba. there's like one between a trumpet and a tuba uh no no the 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 trombone yeah yeah she said I was like I seemed like I grasped those instruments better than than the saxophone or or other instruments uh, but unfortunately uh didn't didn't quite have the uh the backing of the parental units in that regard. Uh, it's expensive to have to buy or rent, I don't know how it works in elementary school, uh, an instrument. Uh, and I could see for a 8-year-old or 9-year-old or however old I was, how perhaps not, not knowing how long that would last or whatever. And a little bit based upon the fact that previously my older sister did join the band, I think the flute she was playing, and ended up subsequently uh, dropping it for something else. Uh, so, I think that probably influenced a little bit of that. So, that was a little bit of a I don't know if I would have stuck with it or if I would have ended up being a band person. I didn't know anybody, I didn't, any band or anything. I didn't keep up with any of that. Uh, so, yeah, that's really my very brief instance of organized musical performance. I picked up, as many do in high school, a guitar uh, and then an electric guitar. I eventually ended up selling the electric guitar because, again, it's not something I practiced and I tried to learn. I bought tape tape cassettes. Do we know what tape cassettes are? Little tape cassettes and, and uh, chord uh, books, tab books and stuff or whatever, but, uh, or how to, you know, teach yourself. Never did any uh, specific Never did any specific uh, lessons or anything. A little bit, but I never really kept it up. That's one of those instruments that's a bit difficult to be good at in the beginning because you need to develop like an actual physical like ability and you need to develop the, the calluses on your fingers or whatever to be able to actually make it sound halfway uh, decent uh, So I never really got over that that initial uh, entry level I guess uh, what's the word I'm looking for the beginners What is that called? There's a specific terminology Learning curve. Thank you Kurt for thinking of what you were thinking of the learning curve. Never got, o- never got over that learning curve unfortunately Uh, So yeah, not really, not really any specific experience with the musics. Is Minecraft gonna play us some musics? Let's find out tomorrow! And... Awakeness! And a musicness? Anybody? Nothing? No? Okay. Uh, So yeah, I never did that. I had to take, in college, a music course. Uh, as a requirement and the choice really was between piano or guitar uh, and since I had already I'd already smoten the guitar once and and had no interest of attempting again I went with the piano and that was my first actually my first uh, experience with reading music I was never able to read music I never learned how to read music and that was always kind of a, a hurdle to being musical. Uh, so yeah, I actually learned how to read music with the piano and the piano's like, I don't want to say it's easy to play but it doesn't, you know, all you have to do is push buttons. It doesn't require you to get those calluses to play a stringed instrument or it doesn't require you to figure out how to do weird craziness with your, your mouth or your, your tongue or lips or whatever uh, with, with the wind instruments or whatever. Uh, so the piano is very much kind of a what I would call a plug-and-play. Uh, there is some... I have big hands, so that kind of helped. There's some ambular de- dexterity, I suppose, that is kind of helpful at least, but anybody could really sit down and, and make a note on a piano and, and it'll be the same exact note as a, a professional expert can when they press that same key. So I feel like the piano is definitely, if, if you're going to learn music, that's probably the way I would have done it from the get-go. But of course, I didn't keep up with it. <laughs> I don't own a piano or any sort of keyboard, so I never kept up with it. I never... Uh, I, I, I'm i sure I've forgotten how to read music at all. I, I, one of them is the middle C, and, and some of the circles and things mean different things, but I've t- totally forgotten, totally out of practice. But again, that was something the teachers always said I was quite good at. I have a good... I think they said like a like the tempo or I'm able to like keep time well. Maybe I should have been a drummer, I don't know, but, uh... Un momento. And we're back! <laughs> Sorry about that. Woof, right, Wolfie? Uh, the doorbell rang and then I heard knocking, so I didn't answer the door. <laughs> I, I can't be the only one who does that. I'm like, phone calls or anxiety enough. When somebody suddenly decides, you have to speak to me now, call, call, call. Uh, Even worse, when you're not expecting anybody or even a package and then the doorbell rings and you're expected to just (laughs) willy-nilly go over there and and present yourself (laughs) as as available and uh, I am not. I do not wish to be. I have my headphones on. I didn't hear it. What are you talking about? I'm not even talking about anything. I don't know anybody at the door. Uh, so yeah, anyway, I think that, that, that I, I was caught mid-sentence about the musical stuff. So yeah, I've forgotten how to read music. Played the piano a little bit, but that's kind of the last... The last... Um, sort of... Moment in time that I was uh, in any regard musical at all. Uh, so yeah, thanks for that uh, question and donation. Kotar, I think I've mentioned that before, perhaps not in such uh, verbosity uh, about the the guitar and the, the piano stuff in, in college or whatever, but uh, yeah. An anonymous donor, who I can only I- identify as an EMT, because they told a, a, a story and said that they were an EMT, so anonymous EMT person, Uh, With their donation asked, how amazing are cats? Specifically, fluffy ones. Well, I've already... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I've already excluded an entire fandom of Harry Potter fans, so let's exclude all the cat people in the world. No, (laughs) I'm not. Uh, I mean, cats are funny and they are, I know, the, the animal of the internet as a whole. And in part, but uh, never really been into cats or known anybody with cats or known a cat uh, on a personal level. (laughs) So I've never uh, had a chance to, in person, beyond little clips and gifs and uh, Maru on on YouTube, uh, had any chance to know their quote-unquote supposed alleged amazing-nits, specifically the fluffy ones. Uh, I'm not sure I would know how to act around a cat, much like I don't know how to act around babies. Because uh, I know, you, like uh, dogs, yeah, you uh, you scratch them, kind of rough them up a little bit, and yeah, dogs are fun to be around, and and they're rather robust, I suppose. They're a little bit the uh, they're not very delicate, uh, most of them anyway. Uh, I feel like cats are a little bit delicate, and I don't know how to. I wouldn't know how to interact, and they don't care if you interact for the vast majority of them anyway. <laughs> there really is no, uh, there's a little bit of indifference on both sides, I suppose. But yeah, not having anybody with cats uh, growing up or, or you're even now friends or anything like that. I don't know cats. Uh, I, don't, I don't know any cool cats. Uh, so I'm kind of just like, what? Do they exist. It's just like if anybody owned a snake or a bird or anything like that. Well, I suppose snake a little bit more familiar with reptiles having owned Speedy for 20-whatever years but uh, yeah, like anybody who owns like a rabbit or a a bird or or, or fish even it's like I don't... I've not really delved delved into that so much, so uh, kind of inconsequential to me I suppose I'm in no hurry and I'm really throughout my entire life probably not planning on ever owning a cat (laughs) so uh, that'll, that'll probably stay that way, uh, but uh, yeah, that 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 is the thought on cats. So let's see, oh. Harry Potter, cats. Who else can I tick off? Did I did I tick off any of the uh the guitar playing folk in the world? I don't know. <laughs> did did I say anything like that? Um. <laughs> oh man. I, I, I don't want to anger the EMTs. I, I I hope that I can still. Acquire the utmost emergency care when needed, but hopefully never needed. Oh, there was some music. So that was piano music as well. Good job, Minecraft. I totally didn't even notice. When was that playing? Was that playing while I was away, not answering the door? <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, sorry, that kind of threw me off. I, whenever I do these episodes, I kind of get in a roll. Uh, so I gotta like restart, the, I gotta re-crank the engine, I suppose you could say to get things right again, get things moving. Like, I forgot, like, is this the last day? Yeah, this is the last day, I don't have, that's the way I can tell. I don't have any extra beds left over for, for the episode. Let's see here... Dravir asks... Did... Did... Do you... Oh, do you? This is a present tense question. Do you sleep? How do you sleep at night? No, do you sleep with any plushy, plush, cuddle toy stuffed animals? Or did you sleep with one as a kid? What is, was, its name? Um, I need a boat. Its name was not I need a boat, but I literally need a boat right now. take like a couple boats. Very nice. Careful, careful, Wolvie, Careful, Wolfie. Don't step in front of my sword. There we go. Um, Can you describe it? What personality did it have? Well I don't currently (laughs) have a plushy, cuddle, stuffed animal toy that I sleep with. Um, Did I sleep with one as a kid? Yes. Uh, Quite for a while, like probably a bit later in life than normal. (laughs) Not like until I was 19 or something like that, but like I don't remember, I was like 12 had to be at least in middle school or something by the time I stopped doing that. Um, What was its name? Hold on, I have to think if I'm like revealing any security questions for website logins by saying this. I don't think so. I've never used this one before. Uh, I had what was uh, known as a... Probably my favorite as a kid was a... I don't know if you remember any early 90s kids or or 80s, late 80s kids. The Heart-to-Heart Bear... Your standard teddy bear, uh, except that on the inside, and rather gruesomely available via a a uh, uh, a velcro opening in in the cavity of its chest <laughs> had this electronic plastic heartbeat simulator thing. It, it was shaped like a heart, and when you pressed it, when you hugged it, when you pressed it, it would just make a heartbeat noise or not of noise, but it would actually like vibrate a little bit uh you know the heartbeat dig dig, dig 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 and it was called heart to heart bear and my sister got one that was the the pink girly one and I got the blue one for Christmas one time or something like that and that was my that was my go-to uh for uh sleeping at night uh would often take out the the heart <laughs> I would often remove its internal organs before sleeping because if like I said you press it one way or the other it would start to make noise at you. Um, But yeah, I don't think... I didn't give it a name. I don't think. If I did, I forgot it by now. Uh, But that was... yeah, that was the one that I remember the most and I don't know what happened to it. I still have... uh, What I've been told was my first stuffed animal when I was like a baby, like a one-year-old or newborn. It's this little stuffed koala bear. I don't know why, none of us are Australian, but uh, a koala bear was supposedly my first stuffed animal. Uh, so I actually still have that. Or when moving out of the house, my mom had me take it because it in your memory box, memory box. I don't have a memory box. I need a box <laughs> to put my memories in. Uh, and this would be the only one. <laughs> so why are you giving this to me? But uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, quite a bit. I can't remember all of them. Uh, But that that heart-to-heart bear was the one that I did have. In case you were curious, I don't know. I'm sure there's got to be up on YouTube. I did find the the ad for the super-duper double looper that I mentioned before, so I'm sure there's an ad somewhere on YouTube or somewhere on the internet for the the heart-to-heart bear as they were. As I'm sure they were widely marketed. (laughs) Widely marketed to children's. Oh, good thing I made another iron pickaxe. So, yeah, thank you, everybody, uh, for all these questions and donations to Child's Play Charity. No, 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 Wolfie. Yeah, you stay right there. And uh, keep going to farlandsorbus.com to donate to Child's Play Charity. And I will keep avoiding answering the door when the doorbell rings. <laughs> uh, I hope it wasn't anything important. Why? Nothing would be important. They would call. If it was important, they would know who I was and they would call. That's that's my justification. Oops, it's dark. Oops. It's, there we go. It's not symmetrical. Oops. 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 All right. Let's, uh, let's make the beds for the next episode. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I need uh, some planks. made a lot of boats today. Yeah, I went through like four boats at the beginning. I just made two more. So let's make one more. Uh, and uh, yeah, so farlinesofwest.com, right there on the home page, is the official Child's Play charity m- widget tracker thing of a thingamabob, where there's a big donate button. You click donate and it takes you to donate. And you can ask a question in the comment box, and I'll add it to the list of of things to be answered, much like these questions that were answered today. And I do appreciate the continued support for that. And like I said, we're we're past that forty thousand dollar mark, so we'll be we'll be firing up. Uh, I've been offered already by by Brian, who uh, has helped out a lot of Mindcrackers with uh, such things, setting it up to get it up and running, and at least at least checking it out. So I'll I'll let you know when that's happening soon enough. Uh, and uh, yeah. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. I'm a phone. <laughs>